This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 25th of February. In your Squiz today, Russia officially invades Ukraine, Clive Palmer and COVID, Alexander Zverev's very bad tournament, and some whipped garlic ricotta for your weekend. This is your Squiz today. It's official, official, Claire. Russia has launched a full-scale invasion of Ukraine, coming in from the north, south and east and attacking by land, air and sea. Reports of missile strikes and explosions in several major cities, including the capital, Kiev, started to happen around 2pm our time yesterday, which was the early hours of Thursday morning over there. It's all moving quite quickly, Claire, but take us through what's happened. What Russia's President Vladimir Putin said was that Russia was launching a special military operation, but in fact it's a full-scale attack on the entire nation of Ukraine. Uh, He called on Ukrainian forces to lay down their arms, and he said that all responsibility for possible bloodshed would fall on the Ukrainian government if they didn't do that. Uh, He also said that nations will face, uh, and this is the quote, consequences greater than any you have faced in history uh, if they interfered. And what analysts say is that that's a rare overt threat of nuclear attack. Uh, It's all pretty scary. Uh, Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky, for his part, told Russia uh, that they will fight. He has severed the diplomatic relationship with Russia and he's declared martial law, which means that the military authorities have taken control of the nation. He has also told locals that weapons are available to them if they want to fight. As you say, it's an incredibly scary situation. Analysts are commenting that the invasion could mark a new era of global upheaval. Yes, and that's of course because Russia, by attacking Ukraine, is really overturning international law and norms by going for it. Uh, Of course, we know earlier this month, Russia and China signed an agreement that has no limits. So that puts them on one side of the superpower race. The other is, of course, the United States. Uh, This morning, we'll hear from the United States, uh, also the UK and European nations as they impose new sanctions that are designed to hurt Russia's economy. Uh, That will jangle international markets' nerves. So we'll see how that impacts international markets, including Australia's today. From a military perspective, a virtual NATO leaders summit is planned to take place tonight. There is no suggestion that US or NATO troops will be sent into Ukraine to push back against Russia. It's going to be a really big few days, plenty more news to come here. Back home now and in COVID news, construction giant ProBuild went into voluntary administration yesterday. It's a pretty big deal, Claire. They're a huge employer and involved in big projects around the country. Yeah, I've seen plenty of pro-build billboards up around building sites in Sydney. Uh, They're mainly based in Melbourne and they're involved in 18 major projects across the country that are worth billions of dollars. Uh, What happened yesterday is the South African parent company abruptly withdrew their financial support and they have blamed Australia's pandemic policies uh, that have shut down work sites for their financial troubles. While we're on COVID-related business news, Qantas has delivered a $1.28 billion loss between July and December. Boss Alan Joy says that the Omicron strain has set the airline back nearly six months. 
still on COVID, billionaire businessman, avid texter and political mover Clive Palmer has had a visit to the hospital along with his wife with COVID symptoms. He's been very open about being unvaccinated, Claire, and his political platform is very anti-vaccine mandates. Yeah, that is a big part of what we're going to see in the election campaign that's coming up. He was due to address the National Press Club in Canberra on Tuesday. That didn't happen because he reported having those COVID symptoms. Uh, He believed he had some sort of virus and what his spokespeople say is that he's had a test. They don't know the result of that test yet. Uh, Interestingly, the ABC wasn't going to show that press club address as they normally would because of that anti uh, vaccine and anti-COVID rhetoric that has been coming from Palmer and his United Australia Party. He's a busy man at the moment. He's got his political campaign, of course. That's set to be the most expensive political campaign in Australian history. He's running for the Senate. He's also in the middle of a defamation case against Western Australia Premier Mark McGowan. And his company is in court over $30 billion worth of iron ore contracts. So there's a bit going there's on. There's a bit going on. We're back with tennis players making headlines again. This time it's world number three, Alexander Zverev. He was playing in the Mexican Open and Claire, he doesn't deal well with being tired or with line calls that go against him. He was tired because he had made headlines the day before when he and American Jensen Brooksby had been playing a match at that Mexican Open and it went to 4.55am in the morning. That's a late one. It's a really, really late one. And then hours later, he was back on the court for a doubles match and he really struck out at the umpire. Uh, You've likely seen that footage where he is just attacking the umpire's chair. Uh, What he said is that there was no excuse for his behaviour. He says that he's going to use the coming days to reflect on his actions. Uh, He will have the time to do that because the governing body, the ATP, has kicked him out of that tournament. It's not the first time attention has been on violence from the player. His former girlfriend, Olya Sharapova, has accused him of domestic violence, which he denies. That's a claim that's being investigated by tennis's governing body. Now, this story might make some parents prick up their ears. One mother has successfully kept her teen off social media for six years by, well, pretty much bribing him, Claire. (laughs) Yeah, bribing is the only way to describe (laughs) it, really. When American teenager Sivit Klefsas was 12 years old, his mum, Lorna, said that she would pay him $2,500 if he stayed off social media for six years. And he's done that. He's now 18 years old. Uh, He got across the line. (laughs) He says that he didn't find the challenge too hard because it was a pride thing. So clearly things between him and his mum are pretty competitive. Yeah, for sure. Uh, But since then, he's broken the social media drought. He's now on Instagram (laughs) and he's off to university. He says he's going to spend the money on something for his college dorm room. I don't know many young kids that would accept that kind of bribe to stay off social media, but if it worked, it worked. Ironically, his mum has shared the idea on Facebook, a social media platform in itself, and it's getting a bit of traction with some (laughs) other parents out there. It's been a big week in news, so it's always good to get to Friday and touch on some lighter things. First up, Claire, this week's recipe recommendation, a focaccia recipe that comes with the magic words whipped garlic ricotta. 
look, it's a good weekend just to slow down and chill a bit, I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a focaccia recipe. You don't have to knead it. You just whip it together and put it in the fridge for a few hours. It does need a bit of time to do its thing. The ricotta dip, I would just make it just for that, to be honest. It's just got that lovely creamy bit of garlic, bit of chilli. It's a really nice recipe for a dip as well. Yum. And if you're after something to watch, a new season of the Netflix show Space Force with Steve Carell gets a big tick from us. I'll pop links to both of those in your episode notes. Squeeze the day or across the weekend, Claire, what are you keeping an eye on? Uh, it's a women's sport double. The Super Netball preseason starts tonight. It's a round robin tournament that goes uh, until Sunday. That's in Melbourne. And also the NRLW comp starts its season on Sunday, Arvo. Uh, it was a comp that was called off last year due to COVID. So there's lots of anticipation uh, for women's rugby league fans big double header of sport for your weekend my squeeze the day sunday is the anniversary of the world's first women's magazine the ladies mercury being published in london back in 1693 it's been a fair few ladies magazines published since then bit of trivia for you that's all from us today have a good friday have a good weekend and we will be back with you on monday This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.